Hello, and welcome to QPod, the QIC Investor Podcast. I'm Philip Jackson, the HR Operations Manager here at QIC, and I'm also the Chair of QPride, QIC's LGBT plus committee and network. Today, we'll be diving into inclusion and diversity within the workforce with a specific look inside of QIC. It's my pleasure today to introduce to you our Head of Business System Success, Rebecca Eicholzer, who's one of the founding committee members of QPride and is here to chat with me about the creation of QPride, our journey and everything in between. So welcome to you, Beck. Hi, it's great to be here. Thanks for joining me today. Um, Beck. I wanted to start um, by asking you a little bit about you, um, how long you've been at QIC and what your current role is with us. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been at QIC for 10 years in this May, actually, and uh, I previously worked in the Brand IQ team within Global Real Estate. And in the past year, I was promoted to a new role as Head of Business Systems Success within GRE. Um, and it's a really great role where I'm able to evangelise the technology vision of uh, Global Real Estate and what we're going to be doing in the future. Yeah, that's really great. There's so much happening within the the global real estate team at the moment. Um, And, you know, I've been following your trajectory throughout the sort of years that I've been at QIC. And, you know, I think we've known each other a couple of years now. Um, But it's, yeah, it's always been great to sort of see the different things that you've been doing within the business. Like you, Beck, I've been at QIC for a number of years now. I've just hit my five-year anniversary with the business. Um, I'm currently the HR operations manager, as I said earlier, in our HR team. Um, and I'm on secondment into that role from my substantive role as HR business advisor. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today, Beck, was QPride. And for those listening, as part of our wider diversity and inclusion strategy, QPride brings together our colleagues who are allies of or who identify as members of the LGBT plus community. The work that we do aims to champion an inclusive work environment, create a safe space, provide a voice for QIC's LGBT plus employees, raise awareness of and celebrate the diversity days that we recognise, as well as further educate our people at QIC on the LGBT plus related matters. So Beck, it's been a really big journey for both of us since the inception of what now is Q Pride. Um, I remember discussing creating the LGBT plus committee and network with um, you at one of our diversity inclusion committee meetings with some great external contributors from PwC. To, to be there from the start and see how this committee has been formed and this network that, that's been created, it's been such a collaborative effort from so many um, people who've come out of the woodwork at QIC and said that this matters to them and this is important to them and to to have, um, you know, we're at Purple Day be that official launch for us, but to, to have so many people from globally, you know, from QIC all wearing purple on the same day and holding those Q Pride um, letters up, I was like, oh my God, we've had an impact from day one. From day one, yeah. we were we, we had an impact and we had a, um, a, a groundswell of support. And for me, that's what's so exciting is that um, it, it almost just gave people that voice that they didn't have before to say, this is important to me. Definitely, definitely. I, yeah, I completely agree with everything you've said there. And, you know, we, we sit here today, you know, what is it, nearly eight, eight or nine months since we started Q Pride. You know, we've got 22 people as part of our committee. Um, You know, we get together once a month to talk about everything LGBT plus related and what we're doing. 
Um, you know, and it's, again, it's so heartwarming to see such an outpour of support from different people who, you know, either identify as LGBT plus or are allies of the LGBT plus community. Totally. So, it, yeah, it's amazing. Another area, I guess, that I wanted to talk to you about was Ida Hobbit. So um, Ida Hobbit was a celebration that happened on Sunday, the 17th of May. Um, and I know last week we did some great work around um, what um, the Ida Hobbit um, Celebration Day meant to us. Um, again, for those listening, um, Ida Hobbit stands for the International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, Interphobia and Transphobia. Um, you know, Beck, for you, what does, um, you know, the 2020 theme of breaking the silence mean to you? Um, it like it means an awful lot because I think there's so many like I love I love that this is the theme of Ida Hobbit this year because Breaking the silence means so many things to so many people. I mean, it's uh, breaking the silence and helping to create a safe space at work. It's about giving people visibility and a voice to 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 share themselves that that true authentic self that maybe they haven't had an opportunity to do before. Um, there's just so many different ways that breaking the silence can be interpreted. Um, but for me, it's it's about giving people their power back. And that, for me, is really what breaking the silence means. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, again, I completely agree. And one of the things that sort of breaking the silence means for me is about bringing these issues to the forefront of the conversation. And I'm so glad that we've been able to record this QPod today to, you know, really mm. emphasise this topic a bit further. Um, you know, we've done some great work in the past week and last week in introducing Ida Hobbit to the business. We had a number of our committee members and people throughout QIC record little snippet videos. How um, good and were I they? know you've watched all of them. They were amazing. Like I I was so like so I actually spent the time and I, I went through every single video because you know I wanted to if those people wanted to share their voice and their life with me, I, I'm going to receive that stuff and I'm going to watch it. And so I spent the time and I went through every video and just the the power of the words that everyone shared, all of those allies that were sharing their stories or or what breaking the silence meant to them. I mean, one of one of the things that um, really resonated with me or really stuck with me was um, Denise uh, when she said be the person that I needed when I was younger. That's what she wanted to do by by um, breaking the silence, being visible at work. Um, you know, Haley talked about speaking up and creating a safe space for all. Um, those, the, the way that everyone shared their um, their hearts in those videos was really um, was really special to me, and really and really worth yeah. listening to every one of them. Yeah, I, I, I loved all of them. You know, I, I saw them as they were coming in from different, you know, corners of the business. Yeah. Um, and again, it was so great to see such an outpour of support for what Ida Hobbit stands for mm -hmm. and hearing the different ways that, you know, people are, are wanting to break the silence. Totally. Um, so I think that was a really great introduction to the business. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we did some additional posts about what Ida Hobbit was. We did our usual fact sheet um, that we share out throughout the business. Um, but I guess the um, the sort of pinnacle point for Ida Hobbit was yesterday um, when we took part in our Ida Hobbit panel on Breaking the mm -hmm. Silence. And you greatly led this discussion as our moderator. And I wanted to 
say a big thank you to you for doing that um, because having someone like yourself being able to lead this conversation is so important um, and being a strong LGBT plus ally, um, you know, I, I knew you were the right person for the job. <laughs> thank um, you. But Beck, we had some really great panellists on um, and I think it'd be really great to sort of have a quick chat about who they were. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, the whole panel, it made it very easy for me as a moderator to to moderate that panel because everyone was so full of passion and had such strong values and, and ideas about, um, you know, the LG, LGBT plus community that they wanted to share with everyone. And they really took their opportunity because there was such a wide audience listening to it. And I was really proud of everyone um, for, for the, what they shared and that vulnerability that they shared to the audience, because that's really what resonated in the long term and what what people will remember from the panel that we had yesterday. Um, so on, on the panel, we had April Nealon. So I work with April in the global real estate team. She's a retail business analyst um, and she's a member of the Q Pride committee. Um, I, I absolutely loved the way that the passion that April spoke with and I told her so after the panel um, that she, she really spoke articulately um, with and with such passion that it, it made you sit up and listen to what she had to say um, and you, you know she really shared some of the more vulnerable times that she's had in her life um, but it helped us to actually really strongly relate with what she was talking about. Um, we had Michael O'Brien, so Michael's the Managing Director of Global Real Estate and he's the uh, one of the executive sponsors of the Q Pride Committee and Michael really gave um, some, some great stories from his early working life as well um, and, and working with members of the LGBT plus community and how he had firsthand seen the struggles that they would go through um, and, and so that was something that helped him on his journey of acceptance and, and, un, and understanding and support as an ally for the LGBT plus community. We had yourself. You were on the panel as well, and you, you, I, was. I, I loved the stories that you shared. And and again, that vulnerability. I think that was something that I really got out of today was how vulnerable everyone was willing to be in sharing their stories. And some of the stuff that you said today um, was really powerful. And people need to hear that stuff because um, as you say otherwise it's locked away and we don't always understand um, you know what's been said um, or what what's happened in your life so the stuff that you were saying yesterday was really incredible totally I think you know the for me it was about um, I guess bringing a voice to sort of you know some of the things that I really struggled with, you know, earlier in life or earlier in my career um, and being able to share those, as you said, sort of vulnerable moments with people mm. to actually realise that, you know, the, the LGBT plus community, um, you know, do have issues and do have struggles just like everybody else. Um, and, you know, having strong ally supporters, supporters around us is really important. Um, mm. You know, I, I try and think about now, you know, what can I do to make it so much easier for young LGBT plus people coming into the workforce or, mm. you know, starting out in their careers so that transition from, you know, university and school life into that working life is just that little bit, you know, easier um, than, you know, potentially people have had in the past. So, um, yeah, being able to speak on the panel today was um, really exciting for me. Mm. Um, some of the other panellists we had, so we had two um, external panelists on the on the panel as well. Um, Lauren Humphreys uh, is a director for the diversity inclusion at P 
PwC. Um, and so she really brought uh, a, some great insights from the, the big companies that she'd worked with and, and shared some of the ways that um, she'd seen companies be successful with their diversity and inclusion efforts. Um, and one of the things that I really uh, took out of, of what Lauren was saying was that, you know, we need to take the time out to actually connect on these topics and we need to make sure that we've um, challenged those previous perspectives that people had and make sure that, um, you know, the way that we're, we're not only uh, celebrating all of the, the days that we should be celebrating, we're, you know, creating safe space for um, all of our LGBT plus employees, but actually we're challenging it even further and we're looking at the perspectives that we've had in the past and we're saying, well, are they right? Should we be doing more and how can we do more as well? So um, Lauren, for me, was a really great um, person to have on the panel. And the, the final person that we had is a, is a really um, a good friend of mine, uh, Dr. Dr. Jackson Waring. So Jackson is a chiropractor, a powerlifter. So I'm a powerlifter as well. And, and so that's where I met Jackson. Um, Jackson's also an author and a trans athlete from Sydney. Um, and I was really happy that Jackson accepted um you know, the invitation to be on the panel yesterday because uh, he really brought a unique perspective um, and some absolutely amazing and refreshing views on um, being a trans person and what that means in the workplace and also uh, the challenges that Jackson faced and has faced throughout life. But also the, the perspective that he considers himself an educator. Like I loved the fact that he he was thrown into situations that he he had to try to swim rather than sink and so he was like well how do I tackle these situations I I'm gonna have to be the educator um and so it was really interesting interesting perspective that Jackson brought I thought to the conversation that we had yesterday as well yeah, it was really great to hear from both Lauren and Jackson and have that sort of external input into the panel for us. Um, you know, they both said some really sort of powerful um, or sent some really powerful messages to, you know, the QPRI committee, but the, the business um, throughout QIC. Mm. And, you know, that part about being an educator really struck home for me. And, mm. you know, I think that really comes back to the essence of what we're trying to achieve with Q Pride is to be that educator within the workforce so people understand, you know, the different nuances of what it means to be LGBT plus, um, you know, in, in the modern world. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think we had some a couple of really great questions. You know, we had one from our CEO. Um, we had one from our executive director of HR. Um, mm. a, a number of other leaders sent through questions. And, you know, it was um, it was saddening that we couldn't actually get through all of the questions. <laughs> yeah. I think we could have spoken for another hour with I, all the I'm questions sure. that we had. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I, I really was happy with the amount of engagement. We had over 200 people attend the webinar, which was really great to see. Um, and I think, you know, the feedback that we've already had, um, you know, over email and through our chat system has been really great. And I think, you know, it just sort of reiterates to me that the education piece that we provided yesterday as part of the Ida Hobbit panel is so important to our business. Um, and I can imagine things like that are also important to other businesses um, throughout the world. So definitely mm. the things that they said about education is is again, yeah, really what sort of hit home for me from them. 
Thank you, Beck, for being part of this discussion. It's been great to sit and spend some time with you, shed some light to our audience around the role that diversity and inclusion plays within our organisation and what initiatives like QPRIDE can do for employees. If you would like to hear more about what was discussed today, then please feel free to reach out to your relationship manager or head to qic.com. Thank you for listening and please look out for our next QPOD and have a great day.